My name is Jason Howland, and uh, if you're looking to take charge of your life and you want to do some big things, you need to listen to Boss to Boss with my friend Miro. Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss, your one-stop shop for all the tips and recipes you'll ever need to take control of your life and finally become boss. Today's guest has served 10 years in the United States Navy and has found inspiration in others while touring the Pacific on a humanitarian mission. He's helped build schools and feed families in other countries such as Papua New Guinea, Philippines, and Fiji. After his deployment, he decided to go into business for himself as an online marketer investing $8,000 in an SEO startup. Having some experience in Facebook ads, he decided to go all in researching and learning everything about the platform. He started by converting his current clients to Facebook ads, then quickly began to position himself as the go-to guy for Facebook ads. He expanded his scope to online coaching and launched the Experts Academy, which he personally trains and coaches over 200 marketing entrepreneurs. Douglas James has spent over $2 million on the Facebook advertising platform and has helped his clients in over 50 countries earn millions in revenue. Today, Douglas James is known as the high-ticket client guy and focuses on helping entrepreneurs book calls and increase sales for their own high-ticket coaching courses and consulting services. His ultimate goal is to impact and inspire 1 million people through education and support while using his influence and expertise. Douglas James. What's going on, Miro? Thanks for having me on, brother. I'm really excited to be here. heard a lot about you. Uh, sounds like an awesome show, so I'm excited to drop some value and knowledge as, as wherever I can. So appreciate oh, it. Especially, man, having, having guys, having people like you on the show is especially what makes it that exciting. So uh, pumped pump to have you on. And uh, tell the listeners a little bit more about you, something you probably haven't really featured much because you do have a lot of content online, especially being, mm-hmm. uh, being so big on Facebook. What's something people don't know about you? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, obviously some of the basics, you know, Played around a lot in the uh, Facebook advertising space, online marketing space. Um, built up a pretty good team now. Uh, we have quite a few. Well, actually, for we probably have over 100 accounts now. But um, I mean, something you don't know about me—that's a really good question. I don't really share too much of my secret dungeon doom stuff. Um, I think probably one of the most interesting things that people, most people don't know about me is I actually have a very artistic, creative background. I mean, obviously I do marketing, so I'm pretty good at selling shit online, but I think what I, what I'm more, uh, as far as artistic, like I, in high school, I used to paint, right? Um, so I was in like talented art class, quote unquote, and, uh, I used to paint murals. I used to paint these huge canvases of, uh, my whole thing was me looking into the universe. So any, any painting you'll see of me doing, uh, it'll be like, you can see my eyelashes or my fingers in the painting, but looking out like to the moon or Uranus or Saturn or something like that. Really cool. So, um, I did a lot of painting. I was really good. Actually, as an entrepreneur, I made my first, uh, sale at my high school, um, senior art show. 
So I sold three paintings and I made about 1200 bucks, which was really cool. So that was the, uh, the first, actually my first crack as an entrepreneur right there. So I got a little bit of artistic background. I think that translated a little bit into my ad copy and, uh, you know, our funnels and everything that we do in our business today. So, all right. All right. So you mentioned funnels. Uh, is that something I, I take it? That's a big part of, uh, of the new repositioning, you know, that you did going from SEO into Facebook, right? Oh yeah, man. Um, so obviously Facebook advertising, you know, to, to be able to market on the platform, you have to take someone off Facebook and put them in on, on some type of page or website, uh, you know, to really generate that result you're looking for, whether that be a lead, a sale, a book call, I call it funnels. I think most people in the market can resonate with the word funnel. <laughs> you know, you're, you're taking, you're jamming, you know, a thousand people on one end and you're getting 10 uh, sales on the other end. I mean, just for easy numbers, you know, so that's essentially a funnel. So landing pages, um, there's a lot of great ones. We use click funnels and uh, Instapage a lot, but you know, there's stuff like lead pages out there. There's, you know, website platforms. I don't recommend websites, uh, but there's, you know, WordPress and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, Definitely use a lot of funnels in, uh, in the marketing space for, for our business. Yeah, that's good stuff because not a lot of people know exactly what a funnel is. And that's something that I'm sure you will get into. If not, I'm sure there's places to uh, to find. I, where, where can people find you? Where What's the main spot? You have a, the main site. Yeah, you can find me at uh, thedouglasjames.com. Yes, that's right. The, I'm the Douglas James. All right. So go to thedouglasjames.com. Uh, you can also look up my company site. It's amplocal.com, A-M-P-E-D, local. Uh, but if you really want to chat and get to know me, and, um, you know, I like to have uh, more personal connections with people, especially that I that I meet through um, podcasts or if I go to a networking event or, or if I go speak or something, um, I like to connect with people on Facebook. I mean, I think that's a lot easier you know, DMing on instant messenger. So if you go to Facebook, just type in Douglas James, you'll probably see me at the top. If you guys have a picture, uh, that's tailed with this podcast, but I'm sure we have a mutual friend or two or 20 because sure. <laughs> sure. everybody's sure. connected somehow. So, um, actually I do have a link if you want to connect with me on there, just it's a bitly link, B I T dot L Y forward slash, uh, Douglas James. You could find me there too. And it's that'll take and it's spelled as easy as it sounds. <laughs> Your first names, man. Actually, to be honest, um, my last name's actually Doherty. It's Irish, uh, so it's Douglas James Doherty. James is my middle name. Um, no one can say Doherty or know how to spell it. So <laughs> I was like, for business, a few yeah. years back, I was like, let's just go with James. Uh, so that's that's the name that I've used. But my actual last name is Doherty. So it turns out it's something that's pretty common. Uh, in the entrepreneurial space, especially with actors and singers and stuff like that. Well, definitely with singers. I mean, they don't even use their name at all. They'll exactly. make up something crazy. But but yeah, so I'm Douglas James. Well, speaking of business, did you know when you wanted to make that transition into being your own boss? I guess you weren't you weren't really in a traditional nine to five. Uh, you were you were in uh, the army, uh, the navy. I mean, for about ten years, and. You, know, you weren't really working, working the, like a traditional job. Yeah, I was the 24 to 24 pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, being in the military, uh, if anyone has ever been in the military or even like worked in a hospital as a nurse or was a fireman or a police officer, um, any kinds of stuff like that, you know, stuff gets crazy. 
um, you know, and being in the military, you're pretty much, you work 24 hours a day, essentially. I mean, you don't, you're not actively working. You're probably working. Like I, I worked for the most part about 10 or 11 hour days. Um, but there was things called duty where you had to work on the weekends. And then there was late stay where you had to stay till eight o'clock at night for dumb stuff. Um, all mission essential, I should put it, you know, but, um, but yeah, man, not, not the nine to five for me. Um, I had a bigger sacrifice than that. And, uh, I, you know, the day came where I was like, man, I don't want to do this for 20, 30 years. Um, and that's, that's why I, I decided to hang, hang it up early. But, um, I mean, dude, with like with any job and I'm sure anybody listening can relate. I mean, you don't, you don't really like it when your boss is telling you what to do. And I mean, if you're five minutes late, you get a hard time, you get written up for dumb stuff, you know, um, people have lives, things happen, you know? And for me, I just, I just didn't like being told what to do. Like I wanted to come and go when I pleased. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to be me. And, um, that, <laughs> that just didn't fit well with, uh, the military lifestyle when you're, you're serving your country. And, you know, we definitely need it. It's definitely necessary. Um, I feel like I got to the point where I did all I can do. And I realized that there was a huge world out there. Um, like a lot of people that, you know, work at TGI Fridays or, or, you know, Victoria's secret, you know, um, there's a huge world out there. And, um, a lot of people, uh, you know, go to college to find the answer and they end up getting, you know, 60, 70 K in debt and still working at TGI Fridays and Victoria's Secret. So, um, you know, we, we all have our learning curves. We all do what we need to do to put food on the table. But, um, I think that when I found my passion, you know, the Navy did give me that segue to realize like what I really wanted to do in life. You know, um, I was, I was touring the Pacific ocean. I was visiting countries, uh, like Papua New Guinea, literally they had no shoes. They barely had clothes on. We lived out of little tiki huts. Um, and we went in there and built schools and we built a hospital and it was like the most impactful thing that I think I've ever did with my life. Um, you know, other than joining the military, I, I do don't want to downgrade the military at all. Um, you know, I served honorably, did a lot of, a lot of great things, but it was a stepping stone. And uh, it did give me that experience to realize, look, I want to, I just don't want to make money and have a nice car and have a big house. Um, I want to have a greater purpose than that, you know? Um, So that's why I decided to get involved with um, some local charities that we have here in San Diego and uh, start, start really giving back, you know? Um, And I think for, I mean, for me, all the ultimate goal is to, is to travel share my word and, um, and help as many people as possible. Like one thing we're doing right now is, uh, we're helping put up schools in Mexico. Um, and there's a local foundation that we work at mm-hmm. in little Italy that gives us that opportunity and they help us. Um, actually there's, you know, in Mexico as well as everywhere in the world. And I went with Mexico just because I have, you know, Latino background. My fiance soon be wife is from Mexico. And, um, you know, we just decided we want to help, that country. And there's an organization that actually helps, uh, orphans, male orphans, nothing against the girls. That's just, that's just what they do. And, um, you know, when I went to that orphan and visited, I mean, just to look in the boy's eyes, I'm like, I can't, I can't deny these kids, you know? So, um, they actually help find families for, for these boys. Um, so that's where we spend our, our time and, and, and donate a percentage of our company too. Um, but you know, there's, there's tons of charities out there. And, uh, I think, finding that passion has given me a lot more. I mean, 
I, I feel way more fulfilled being able to do something like that than have a big company with a lot of well, a lot of clients and and everything. And, and that's great. That puts food on the table. That helped them. We, we're helping people. You know, we're saving people's businesses, getting them more clients. Um, so they they can be fulfilled and they can have a bigger purpose. And that's great. Um, but um, for me, that's really what I wanted to do eventually is become a full time philanthropist. Um, you know, I, I love sharing. I think that it's a complete waste of money, energy, and time uh, to not to not share your heart with the world and share your story like like I'm doing now. You know, so exactly. I think exactly. that. Um, if you have something to give to somebody, if you have something to share, then it's honestly your moral obligation to to go out and do it and and get outside your comfort zone and, and make it happen. Because uh, at the end of the day, that's that's really what it's all about is um, is doing what other what most people don't want to do. There's a saying I forgot who said it, but if you want to if you want to achieve something, you have to do what others aren't willing to do. You know, um, and uh, you know. You can take that concept in the, in the working force in the nine to five, um, get promotions, corporate America, have the big job, get get the company car, get the company iPad, get the BlackBerry or iPhone or whatever. But but still, you're going to be tied to a boss. You're going to be tied to someone telling you what to do and telling you when you can do it and, and, and where to go. You know, so, you know, that that lifestyle was just, just never for me. And I think that it's important to recognize that. Uh, there has been a, a 20% increase in entrepreneurs this last year. I mean, there's was a 400 million. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, we have grown 400%. I mean, from the previous year in entrepreneurs, whether that be in brick and mortar or internet business. Uh, and you're going to see a lot more of that, you know, less people going to college, more people trying to find some type of side time hustle, make that full time. Um, and I think that, like for me, you know, we sell, not only we run a marketing company, but we have a, uh, I have a coaching program as well. We have over 300 students, you know, and I do calls every Wednesday and we help these guys build their own marketing agency. And, um, the big thing that we get, you know, that we get asked is like, uh, you know, what I'm, am I going to waste my time? I'm not uh, techie. Um, I don't have skills for these programs. I don't know how to talk to people with sales, blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of like, that's cool. That's what I'm here for. But here's the thing, you know, what, what's costing you more, you know, continuing doing what you're doing, waiting tables, uh, hating your job or trying something new and different and giving it a shot. Even if you fail, at least you got outside of your comfort zone. Maybe there's another opportunity for you, which most people, I mean, I'm not saying we fail, but that's, that's the, that's the matter of it. You know, I'm, I'm tr being real and raw, you know, playing at the, at the level field, um, it's important that someone's honest with you. You know, you are going to fail. Things are going to come up. Things are going to happen. But, and you can't let those fears keep you from achieving what you want. You know, whether whether it's with my coaching, with Joe's coaching down the street, or with whoever. And that leads me into another topic: coaching. You, if you want something, go find somebody that's already doing it and pay them, dude. Like, um, I, I wish I would have done that uh, so many years back. You know, um, it would have saved me a lot of time. Same here. But, same um, here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but now I invest into mentors like Cole Hatter, uh, you know, and um, and uh, Russell Brunson. You know, a lot of these guys that are, you know, doing big things, obviously, in the marketplace. I'm looking at them like that's where I want to be. So I want to go associate myself with them. And um, I think that. 
you know, if you want to be, you know, the next Tony Robbins, go to his event. You know, if you want to be uh, the next SEO badass and rank websites, go talk to Neil Patel. You know, um, there's there's so many options. Just just Google search, find your mentor and uh, see what they cost to get them on the phone for an hour or if they have some type of coaching program. That's, so, that's what I recommend. So, interesting that you bring it up. You bring up coaching and you talk about talk being about your own boss own and man. still being successful at a company. Yet, how do you, there, there, has, there has to be someone that still takes on those roles, someone that does work for a boss and someone mm-hmm. that I'm sure approaches you in these coaching sessions and says, you know, I'm not fit to be a boss. Like, how do you keep those people motivated and, you know, tell them that it's okay that not necessarily everybody has to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, man. Um, just replying to this person message. But, but, yeah, I mean, so, like, yeah, dude, everybody starts somewhere. I started somewhere. You know, I was um, doing Facebook ads for businesses one-on-one, you know, 40 clients before I really started having some real help. You know, like you look at uh, Jeff Bezos, I think that's how you say his name, the CEO of Amazon. There's like a funny photo that went out like a few weeks back of the dude grinding out in his office at 10 o'clock at night. And literally he's the only one there. I mean, everybody starts somewhere. Now the dude's like one of the most richest people today. I mean, he owns Amazon, you know, um, you got to start somewhere. You can't just jump in saying, OK, I'm going to be my own boss today. I mean, that's cool. But are you putting bread on the table? You know, you got you got people that that look up to you. I'm sure yourself. You're right. So um, for me, when someone signs up for for coaching, you know, they they go through a process. You know, we get their application. We figure out where they're at, where they need to be and what does their custom action plan look like? What steps do they need to take? Um, And some of them could be as simple as stop watching Netflix, (laughs) you know, uh, stop going to the bar and spending two hundred dollars a night on garbage. That's going to make you feel like crap the next day. Nothing wrong with drinking. I have a, I have a drink every now and then. I went out this last week in L.A. for my friend Kevin's birthday, and we had a. We you better believe we had a really good time. But <laughs> am I doing that every single night? No, you know. Um, but you know things like that. You know, look at your life. When you look at your life, is it is it money generating activities? You know, um, a big part of my business and what I what my students do. They have to be talking to new clients. If you're not having uh, conversations with people to give you money for what you do, then you're losing. And essentially, in any business, you're losing if that's the case. Um, you know. So if you want to grow your company, if you want to grow your business, if you want to make more money, you have to go find the people that have the money and have conversations with them. And if you're not doing that on a daily basis and you're watching Netflix, you're going to the, the club, you're uh, being a womanizer, I don't, I don't know what you guys do, whatever it is that's not making that happen – you have to cut those things out and prioritize, you know, and for some people it's, I've had students of mine with, with their stories too. My mom's got cancer. I can't, the insurance dropped her. I can't afford the radiation, uh, 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 payments. Okay. Well go out and freaking get some dentists to give you two to three grand so you can get them more customers so you can pay, pay your mom's medical bills to save her life. You know, everybody, what, what motivates you? What's going to kick you in the ass to get up? You know, it can't just be money. Money's cool. Money's cool. But you have to you have to learn what, what your purpose is. And uh, for a lot of people, it's my little girl, my little boy, my my aunt, you know, whatever it is, you know, so um, you got to start somewhere. There has to be a grind face. I don't I don't believe in like keeping your head down and grinding out like crazy for 10, 20 years. That that's insane. Like you'll you'll die. 
All right. Um, but there is a phase, especially in the first six to 12 months when you're building your business, you have to put in that grind. You have to keep your head down and you have to put in the work. Um, and then from there, you, um, you, you outsource, you find people on upwork.com. You go to Craigslist. You need a video editor, go to Craigslist. All right. Find a student. If you're low on money, uh, get creative. Look for people in college that want to work for free and build a, a, uh, their profile up on Craigslist. I mean, stuff like that. Um, you know, but you got to put in that work in the beginning. If not, nothing's going to happen. You know, so. Be- becoming the high ticket client guy, I'm sure you had to make a mistake or two along the way. There, there had to be at least one, right? What is uh, what is one that happened that you really, really learned from? Oh, man. Um, you know, I saw that question on the rundown. <laughs> I didn't think about it too hard. Actually, I didn't really think about any of the good, questions. Good, good. Kind of, kind of roll with it, but uh, yes. I think for that question, um, dude, I've made a shitload of mistakes. And if anybody's listening, they don't like cursing. I'm really sorry. I just sometimes I swear. Um, I don't even know which one to share. I can probably share a couple of them. Um, you know, when I first started marketing, I I sucked. You know, everybody sucks in the beginning. You know, so. Um, I'll tell you this one story. I'll tell you this one story. It's how I lost like $17,000. Um, and this was in my first year as a online entrepreneur met this guy. He, he was a, um, essentially a broker. All right. And I was doing lead generation services for solar companies at the time. I was like, I'm going to be the solar guy. If somebody wants solar on the roofs, like I'm going to be the person to generate the lead for the company. Right. And in San Diego, it's literally the second biggest user of solar energy in the world. All right. So, and I, that's where I live. I'm like, dude, this makes sense. The market's hot. Let's roll. So I was signing up clients, you know, for, for myself, generating leads. Business was good. I uh, ended up hooking up with this guy. I guess he saw me online or saw my ad and he was like, Hey man, I'm a broker. I've been working with solar companies for like, 20 years. If you need help getting deals like knocked out like that, I already have phone numbers and I already have relationships in this industry. So, uh, he, he goes out there, he lands us a couple deals. I'm like, cool. This guy got us a couple clients. So they turn around and they're like, we're going to do two week payouts. So we're going to, I pretty much generate them all the leads. So I had to pay for the leads for two weeks. And mind you, I didn't put this guy in a contract, like total, total, uh, uber beginner mistake right it was my first year doing business i was like i saw the green and i just went for it and uh didn't have this guy in contract sent these two clients uh leads for two weeks um and it came to almost eighteen thousand dollars that i was in a hole and three and a half years ago eighteen thousand dollars was like life you know what i'm saying like that's a lot of cash and um and I sent the guy an invoice. I was like, dude, you owe me after profits. It was roughly $23,000. Like I was going to make maybe five grand off of it. And, uh, I invoiced the broker and we went, he went back and forth with the companies, uh, through Skype and messaging. It was really weird how he was using Skype. I was like, dude, why don't you use email or whatever? But, uh, he went back and forth and, um, the guy like end up not getting me the money. I think a month went by and I'm like, dude, I still haven't got paid. I shut the leads off. I'm like, we're not sending leads to these guys. 
Why aren't they paying? What's the problem? And the guy ended up falling, falls off the map. Uh, I can't get in touch with him. His phone's disconnected, this broker. And I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm screwed. I, I spent 18,000 of my own dollars. I'm, I'm not even getting going to get paid for all the work that I did. And this guy's phone is disconnected. What do I do? Went online, which I should have did in the first place. I started researching. I put in this email address. I put in his name. Um, I happened to get his uh, his address off of something he sent me. And I had to do some digging. I actually talked to an investigator. But it turns out this guy was a huge scam artist and did this for like not just solar for like freaking everybody online. And it wasn't even in the lead generation space in some cases. Like this guy was just a huge scammer. And um, I was so angry. I was, dude, I was so angry. I was like, I was like, I'm going to quit this business. This sucks. I never want to do lead generation again. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I, I was sad for about three or four days. But um, I bounced back. I bounced back. My uh, girlfriend, my fiance at the time, my girlfriend, which is my still my one and only uh, almost four years ago. She uh, she was a major support through that time. And, uh, you know, I kept my head up and, you know, sign on clients had, had cash flow coming in. And it was all good. You know, I still I still had cash flow. But 18 grand like in one shot was like crazy. I was like pretty much that was all the profits nearly all the profits at the time that, that I had. And, uh, it, it almost crashed my business, but, um, but yeah, man, that's, that's a stupid mistake. So <laughs> I hope, hope anyone listening can learn from that. Do your research, know who you're talking to, get it on paper, get it in writing, talk to an attorney, especially when you're talking big deals like that, man, th- things go south, you're screwed. So, you know, like I'm in negotiation, I'm doing a deal right now where, uh, this guy had this company, I say this guy, he has a big company, but, uh, they have 95,000 clients in the U S and Canada and they do nothing with Facebook. They, they do only SEO and like, you know, social media management stuff like that. Nothing with Facebook advertising. So they want us to do all of their advertising, which is going to be a really massive deal for us. So you, I have my attorney like in law on lockdown, right in the contract and it's going to be black and white, you know? So I definitely learned from that mistake. Uh, and uh, definitely with every deal, I do a contract with this one for sure at, of this magnitude. So always use a contract, do your research, know who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, man, money, money will do that too. A lot quicker, a lot quicker than, than if money wasn't involved. That's yep. for sure. <laughs> well, that's a great story. I'm sure a lot of people will find that very useful, uh, especially the way it happened. I mean, you, you easily, you know, you made money on it first. It's like, oh, why, why can't I make more? But that's how they get you. Yeah, um, man. So let's just say somebody that is looking to make the jump and you know possibly go through these mistakes, or, or hopefully not. What kind of advice do you have for them? Somebody that's sitting there at work right now on the edge, tip of their seats, you know, not not sure if they should do it or not. If it's for them, one thing one thing you got for them. Um, I mean, just fucking do it. Just do it. Like Charlotte Buff that said that one time in that video. Just do it. Just do it, man. You know, if you're looking for more like uh, step-by-step blueprint kind of stuff. I mean, sure. I can talk about that a little bit. Ultimately you got to do it and get up out of your chair and just go. Right. But, um, I definitely make sure you're legit, you know? So if you're, if there is a, if there is a business idea, if there's a potential coach or, uh, um, something that you want to get into, you got to legitimize it. 
You know, um, I, I believe, especially after spending over $2 million on Facebook ads, <laughs> all right, and um, all the profits we've we made thus far, and we live in California, Texas suck. So um, I would definitely establish a business, get an LLC or an S Corp. You know, obviously, you got to get your tax ID number. You know, you can Google all this stuff. It's pretty easy. We use LegalZoom. I would set up a, a legitimate business um, and uh, talk to an attorney. You know, find, find a, a family attorney or a local business attorney that does contracts and, and, and stuff and um, legitimize your business. What's going to be your product or service? Have them write your contracts. You know, it'll probably cost you uh, to file for a business license, get your tax ID and get uh, contracts in place for your service. Um, that'll probably run you roughly a thousand bucks. Okay. Uh, you know, and if, and that's just the start. Okay. You, you have, you're going to have to invest, you know, what, whatever it is, you need those things to be legit. You know, am I worried about the thousand bucks I spent four years ago to set up my S core? No, <laughs> not at all. Like we're doing very well. You have to think, you can't think in the now you got to think in the future. Like right now, every, I, I pretty much already know how much money, I'm going to make for the rest of the year. Um, that's unless like the, the, another deal like this walks in, uh, that'd be crazy. But I'm already looking at the next five to 10 years on bigger stuff that we want to do. And that's what you should be doing in, in your life. You need to be looking at the next five to 10 years and 20 years even. Is it still waiting tables? Is it still working retail? All right. Or whatever it is you're doing. Um, or is it working on your true passion that's going to generate you real money and give you the opportunity to work from home and travel and spend time with family. And that's ultimately what people, people want, you know, they, they want that freedom and that's why I did what I did. And that's exactly why you're going to get up and go out there and do it right now. Yes, you are. Yes, you are everybody. And now on to the favorite segment of the show, everybody. Welcome to the round with no name. Cause they're all taken. All right. The quick, the quick rules. You're only going to have about five seconds. Actually, exactly five seconds to answer each question. Okay. I didn't give you all the questions, so you can't cheat, so you can't prepare uh, beforehand. So you got a little right. teaser. Anyways, if it doesn't happen, I don't really know what goes down, but my producer tells me he walks in here and I don't know what he does to me or to who, but we just got to keep it in five seconds and uh, hopefully we don't have to deal with him. So, gotcha. Do it. I'm pumped. Here we go. Favorite book. Uh, favorite book, uh, The Influential Mind by Tally Sharp. That was close. <laughs> You're stranded on the island. What is one item you'd want with you? Um, a knife. Man, I always get a new answer on that one every single time. That is great. <laughs> Who is or still currently or was your greatest mentor? Um, whew. all right. I have to say my uncle Vance, he's, he's an entrepreneur himself. Um, he's coached me through a lot of stuff. So out of all of them, my family blood, my uncle Vance is definitely it. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Is entrepreneurism a fad? Uh, no, it's freaking making money from home. What the hell? Hey man. I got questions. You got answers. Is voice the future, specifically podcasts? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Most people listen to 
to, to podcast and radio. What is one item that makes you who you are, whether uh, a drink, a food item that you eat every day? What makes you Douglas James? What is that secret? The haircut. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. All right. We uh, we came in we came in on time with all these. Hopefully, uh, yeah, we don't have to deal with him. He's not here. We're all good. Um, anything you want to elaborate on? Entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurism, a fad. Why does that shock you so much? Um, I mean, I think that I, I think people when they hear that word, especially the average mindset, like average people, right? Um, you know, and I, I don't want to say like average in a bad way. I'm talking about people that just that run the world, pretty much, uh, or, or you know, the, the working force, the blue collar people. Um, when they hear the word entrepreneur. That's that's something that doesn't resonate with them. So they event they they pretty much uh, they don't know what it is. So they immediately block it out and cancel it out because they know they have a there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear there on on uh, becoming an entrepreneur. So they block that out. And when they hear it or if they see anybody do it, uh, for the most part, people to make themselves feel better and bring themselves up, they'll try to um, uh, undermine anyone trying to pursue their true passion, you know? So I think, uh, the word fad, um, I don't, I think it's just used by people that aren't, don't have enough balls to get off the couch and do what they really want to do in life. And they'll, they'll say it's a, it's a fad when the truth of the matter is it really is what, what runs the world. I mean, we wouldn't have Amazon, McDonald's, Walmart, if it wasn't for a few, uh, single people that really had the balls to do something to think outside the box. Um, and we're now today we live comfortably and we're thankful for Sam Walton and Jeff Bezos and all these awesome people that now we can go to a department store, literally walk in and anything we want in life on the shelves for our house to eat. It's at Walmart. Anything we want to buy online is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So you know, think about it. <laughs> These guys changed the world. Are you going to change the world next? What's your idea? You know, so go do it. Just do it. Hey, I'm trying to stay unbiased here, but man, that was, that was one, one damn good answer. I'm going to have to steal some of those quotes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. All right, man. Well, Douglas James, um, we all know where you're at. We could definitely find you all over social media. Just literally, just search in Douglas James, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all over the place. Uh, your website, you want to throw that out again? The main, uh, yeah, the main one. Yeah, it's thedouglasjames.com. Um, you can go there and pretty much get in touch with me. Or uh, just look me up on Facebook, Douglas James, and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought of the show or if there's any value I can provide you outside of the show. I'd love to do it. Awesome, awesome. And then you got any plans uh, anywhere that we could follow you up that we can know what you're going to do next and maybe check in with you and see if you're there yet? Yeah, man. Um, my next speaking gig is going to be in a couple months at uh, Billion Dollar Body. That's actually Nicholas Barely's event that I know you just talked to. Um, so he's going to have a crew of 150 or so people there. Um, so I'll be, I'm going to be there speaking. Actually, uh, plan on speaking. I don't know if I want to announce this yet, but I'm looking at a few topics. The one that I'm thinking about talking about there is the transition from the 
employee mindset to the entrepreneurial mindset and going really nitty gritty in that, in my experiences in that. I know we kind of talked about that today, but it was super brief. But um, I plan on going hard uh, at Billion Dollar Body in San Diego, June 8th through the 10th, I think. So Awesome. Well, everybody could definitely check that out online and check out the check out the previous podcast with Nicholas to uh, get more info about that one and find uh, Douglas James speaking over there. All right, Douglas, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, definitely thanks for being on uh, Boss to Boss. And uh, yeah, man, we'll talk soon. Great honor. Thanks for having me, man. Y'all take it easy. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now.